Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, folks. As you may be a crazy cracking, crazy Dre Podcast, aka the Andre Podcast Show. Basically, you can find me on Spotify, you can find me on uh, Apple Podcasts, you can, uh, anywhere else you can find any podcast show uh, a platform that you've listened to it. I'd like to thank Buzzsprout for distributing my podcast. I'd like to thank everyone out there in the last 90 days. I had over 300 downloads, which is not a lot considering... You go with Joe Rogan or any like uh, um, Adam Corral, which is the they say the godfather of uh, podcasting. He used to be on a man show with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, he I had the trampolines that, yeah. and all that. And my brother watched it, and I. What's weird to me, what was weird about that show was they had women on trampolines. Was the best part, but all the other women on that show have fake tits. Okay, and their face looked like skeleton. Skeletor. Skeletor. I swear to God, I'm serious. It's kind of creeped me out. Like, wow, this is pretty bizarre. It's, yeah. it's like a bad porno shoot. Okay, where well, all the fake girls show up. Now we have a bunch of transgenders coming in. I'm here, Bob. What's up, Ron? Am I making you laugh? Hey, how you doing, Dre? How you doing this morning? Doing well. It's kind of muggy today. And it's kind of muggy. The went out last night, and um, yeah, I'm not really happy about that. As he adjusts his that, microphone. Yeah. Other than that, uh, we're we're doing we're doing pretty good here, uh, aside from the weather. Um, yeah. So today's show, we're gonna talk about several different things. Um, and the first, and I'm gonna ask him. We're gonna do the question and answer to each other, which works out pretty good. We know what you're talking about. Um, first one is homelessness. Um, I'll start out by saying that um, I think that it, it's a it's a big problem here and it's not being um handled right um at all. giving people free food and, and letting them live the way they live is not helping it's handing out um personally i think that that if you got them into a program where they could sober up or they get back on their medication and get a job and give them a good life you know and start out with that that would be it but it have to be a program you can't just expect expect someone to do that yeah so in that situation you know i I'm, I'm concerned, and you are too, because I live where down here. He lives right across the street from Mel Trotter Mission, by the way, which is fine. But a lot of time, you get people loitering and hanging out on a sidewalk with furniture and whatnot, or urinating on the sidewalk, which is gross. Um, so apparently, what's going to happen is the landlords here are going to put up potted plants to block the sidewalk, so no one can loiter on it. So uh, hopefully, there's going to be a solution about that. Uh, where we're going to think of that, and. Uh, so that's that's what I think about it. Um, you know, uh, if there's a solution, great. If you have any ideas, that would be great too. We All could right. always use ideas. So, what do you think about that, Dre? So as I was turning down the air conditioning or turning on the air conditioning, because it's muggy a little bit. In yeah, here, it is. Yeah, a little which bit. It's you know in, in in Michigan, we don't have the homeless problems as uh, Portland or. Right. Los Angeles, yeah. it's bad out there. I hear and all that. Chicago's oh, pretty bad Chicago, too. Chicago, mm-hmm. or whatever the yeah. big cities. Right. Um, but I'm gonna say about the thing about Grand Rapids is that the uh, the foundations of the not profiting of Grand Rapids is based on Christianity, right. based on Jesus Christ, what Jesus mm-hmm. Christ would do, and that the nonprofits will 
preach the word of God or preach the word of Jesus and then use that as a as a nonprofit limp to making money. And as a nonprofit, you can make as much money as long as the money is not in the bank by the end of the fiscal period or the fiscal year of that year right. of, the, of the nonprofit. Okay. Whatever is part of the season, because most most people's fiscal period, when they go to nine to five jobs or three to eleven or whatever, it ends on December twenty or right. thirty one. Okay. However, a lot of nonprofits and big businesses like Walmart or like any nonprofit Goodwill, they their their fiscal year ends or begins in June or April. Like the place where I work in Mary Freebed, their their fiscal year ends in June and, and then okay. the new year starts in July. Mm-hmm. In that perspective. However, saying that about Mel Trotter in 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 God's kitchen. Right. And I'm not going to put God's Kitchen in the same category as Mel Trotter because yeah. they've done things a little differently. I, they, they, they will accept people of homelessness, and I feel like they've, they've done a better job of helping people get off the street because there's a Great. story of the guy who used to be an, an alcoholic. He's not used to be. He's always going to be an alcoholic. Oh, of course, yes. And now right. he, uh, he got a job by the wealthy the wealthy ba- uh, wealthy uh, bakery mm. on Wealthy Street, and he owns it now, which is wow. amazing. He's That's married. Great. And That's he's great. Got a couple of kids, and he and he started as a dishwasher or whatever he started with. Worked his and, way up, and he uh, worked his ways up. And I'm just more astonished that the the that the that the establishment uh, uh, decided just to sell it, and then they tell it, decided to sell it to him. Because usually it takes years and years to get out of debt, or it takes years oh, and years to build yes. out uh, yeah. uh, uh, assets, yeah, so that you can you actually buy something. Too. That's yeah. And because there's so many, so much overhead that you have to mm. uh, contain. I mean, the lights, the electricity, the plumbing, yeah. uh, the rental, or the land, or whatever you yeah, have to pay as yeah, a property tax or yeah. city tax mm-hmm. or business tax or whatever right. you have to do to mm-hmm. keep that business afloat. Mm-hmm. Now this guy is doing it. And I, I should have looked up his name, but I did not. Well, that's bad. You are. Good job, buddy. Good yeah, job. That's bad po- uh, podcasting. If yeah. anything else, but it's a story that you can find on WZZM, yeah. Uh, yeah, local or yeah. news eight. Then look it up. You'll find in it. Grand Rapids <laughs> or uh, WWMT of uh, Kamazoo of, um, of, of the news. But, However, let's talk about the reason why it's such a weird thing about my apartment complex is that people are moving out of here faster than they're moving in. Holy a lot cow. of the kids that live here are college kids. Mm-hmm. So, but when you get residents like me who live down here, mm-hmm. a lot of those people are leaving because in the last three four months during the summer season, all the homeless people that come from Sheldon Street, the mm-hmm. Ferguson, or Vern, the Vern, uh, uh, the Vernbury place okay. down on Division, where mm-hmm. they, where a lot of Section A and the homeless. Well, I would say a lot of low, low, low income people right. live at Vernbury place or the Ferguson apartments, which used right. to be a hospital. Okay. So, a lot of them will come down to the park, Hartside Park, or they will come to. 
uh, the area where I'm living, and based on if it's too hot or it's raining, mm-hmm. they'll grab the shade or keep themselves from getting wet because we have a little over, I don't know what you call it. Those Overhang there. Yeah, on the, on, the, on the sidewalk. Yes. And, and it was funny that I was, we were sent a letter mm-hmm. by, by my landlord right. and saying that they were going to do something about it or to talk sure. to uh, Mount Trotter or have the downtown ambassadors try to tell the homeless that they can't sit there. Well, the downtown ambassadors really can't do nothing because they're not cops. Correct. And the yep. cops can't do nothing about it because it's not law. Right. It's not against the law sure. to be on the sidewalk. Okay. Sidewalks is public. That's public domain. You're right. Yeah. Yes, that is true. However, I didn't think of that. However, I think, I think the biggest issue is it's not just a Mel Trouder problem. It's not just a God's Kitchen problem. It's not just Exodus or or Dejeje and whatever it is down here. Mm-hmm. It's really about it's really about understanding the law, and right. the law will protect the homeless mm-hmm. if it's not right. established of what yeah. is not legal and what's not legal. Right. So, in other words. If a nonprofit organization like Mel Trotter mm-hmm. is able to make over eighteen million dollars a year, holy cow! And they don't actually now that's in donations, correct? Oh yeah, I'm everything. Okay, yeah, sure, not, sure. Everything that yeah, organization, yeah. right? Not. I just wanted to clear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see if you just dropped in. That's exactly. So you got to understand, it's just not the CEO who's making money. And my sister is always defending the high organizations because she works for DB. DB Blodgett, which oh, is a, okay, another right. facility for uh, women. Well, for foster, well, she used to work there. I don't know where she works anymore, okay. but it's a lot like DB D, DB Blodgett, where they help foster kids or they help women who are in the situations of right. retaining their kids again because of their bad habits or right. whatever or, happened yeah, to addictions them. Or what addictions or yeah, Addictions, sure. exactly. So the thing is, when I'm talking about Mary Freebet, I mean, uh, Mel Trotter, is that when you make that much money mm-hmm. and you say to the rest of the city council, Grand Rapids, say, mm-hmm. well, we're doing so much in our facility where we're doing new drywall, we're making new rooms, we're doing all this stuff, right. which is great. However, is. however, if you don't do the state ID thing, you can't get anything going. It's like, gotcha. yeah, it's they almost need to- like... It's almost like owning a football team, mm-hmm. and not and not actually signing the players to have so that so, you yeah. In other in other words, for these people to get any kind of help with the government, or anything, they do have to have a state ID, not a driver's license, but state ID, so they know who they are. They can keep track. I I get that. That that's fine. You can get them on that. But what I I was thinking too is. What kind of money are they actually spending on the program rather than fixing the place up? Now, I can, I can, if the place is dilapidated, you have to have someone there and you have to be code. I get that. I understand. But wouldn't you think you would want to spend more of the money on the actual problem of the homeless, like mental help or you know, getting them back on their feet again, maybe give them, the, get, get them in a job where they can work their way back up and get back on their feet again? Something like that seems to me it would solve the problem. Yeah. I mean, instead of them thinking, okay, well, let's build a new building. Well. Why don't you renovate this one over here? You're going to spend half as much. And that's what they did so far. So that's what they, and I think that's that's great. So yeah. So, uh, 
So you okay? You, okay, you came up with a good question. Why don't they mm-hmm. do something more educational and all this right, stuff? Yeah, they do have educational programs. They do have okay, okay. so that if Joe Schmo and Jane Schmo or oh. Bob Schmo, okay, they are going to work. They have a savings account for them. They'll save up their money, give right. them percentage per week. Per, per week. To so live what happens is that okay. eventually, when they uh, gain enough money to okay. get apartment or to even i think they even try to help people buying a house so eventually they they, they save them money they okay. also have another program which a couple of years ago when i was with the downtown boss ambassadors that they brought up a psychologist or sociologist right and she explained to the guys who were coming out of the grand rapids uh jail cells right this behavior is passed on to generation to generation and they right, have to, to the, all the new people coming into Mel Trotter, right. they're, they're trying to break that uh, chain of reaction. Okay. So they're trying to teach the people to actually do or to, to go to work or to get education and all that. However, okay. this is the real issue about the whole Mel Trotter thing. Right. The fact that if you don't get those state IDs going, you don't get any ID, mm-hmm. you're, you can build the greatest infrastructure of the building right in the whole world mm-hmm. and if you don't solve the problem of people's stay ideas you can't like what you said right. you can't get yeah. them the help that they need sure some guys are just be mentally ill or mental like the british would say and they just can't process uh a no they're in the right frame of mind frame of mind yeah exactly so instead of just saying well he's he's just bob and Bob is a little kooky in the head. Mm. Well, yeah, do something about it. Yeah, let's get if him back on his medication that puts him in a spot where he can function in society. See, because yeah. a lot of these homeless people, the reason they're crazy because they don't have their medication because they can't afford it. Yeah, well, exactly. You know? And, and I the, mean, if you had a program where you could help them keep them on the medication, you know, have profit that would pay for them to... Yeah. to to, to get supplied with medication until they get on their own feet yeah. and afford them themselves or Medicare or whatever yeah. they're on, then yes, that would be great because there'd be so many, like as a matter of fact, this morning I heard a gentleman down the way hollering and hooting about who knows what, but because he was mentally ill, he didn't know he was doing that. And it's one of those things you hear down here, it's, it's not a big deal because you know what it is. Yeah. You know what it is. So. so, I mean, I still think, I still think the problem, I mean, I still think the solution would be mm-hmm. is like, Organization like Pine Rest to be actually right. working with Mary um, with uh, Mel Trotter to actually identify who's who and what's going on. Sure, if right. you can identify yeah. that. So this is what would happen if the if the city of Grand Rapids, the commission of Grand Rapids, decided to to uh, to pass a bill or pass a law mm-hmm. that says if you own or you, I mean if you run a place like that, like mm-hmm. like Mel Trotter or or or. or uh, Pine right. Rest or God's Kitchen or or Exodus. Okay. In order for you to get funded by Network 180, right? We're going to have to at least get to have a a part of the department to to grab a stay ID, and I think this would help Lansing as well. Pass a bill. Yeah. Lansing, the, our state capital, our representatives, our 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 people that we elect in office right. should really look into that. Like, 
if you run an organization like this and it's over eighteen yeah. million dollars, yeah. yeah, you should really grab yourself a a a an easier way to identify who's who. And if that means if that means you have to work with law enforcement and By say, Well, this is I who mean, yeah. this guy is, this is who this guy is. Yeah. This guy has a a a rap sheet, but he's been out of trouble for the last six years. And right. it doesn't seem like he's uh Yeah, that shows it doesn't seem like he's doing growth. anything bad. So what you yep. do is you give the guy a a stay ID and then you work with him and the lawyer mm-hmm. or his guardian and try to work something out so that he or she doesn't spend more time in prison or right, jail exactly, right. or, or take tax yeah. people's money. And that's that's part of the reason why I think that Mel Trotter and other places don't really try to stay mm-hmm. IDs because if they did all the stay IDs, right. you would guess you know, maybe one-third of the guys yeah. would have a rap sheet and then yeah. they would just like, nope, I'm not okay. doing this. And then what, would, then what happens? What happens is that then those guys go off by uh, Sixth Street Bridge or down by the river. Cape underneath the, the biodox and everything like that. And, yeah. and then they stay there, but they cause more hectic problems because now the tourists. They're loitering. And people see homeless people and they shy away. They get away because they're they're filthy. They might have disease. You don't know. You don't know. And and it's it's not the it's – it's a big deal. But anyway, that's that's one of the reasons why. And I'm, I'm thinking too – it crossed my mind is maybe relocation of these different places where, where they could put them on like further parts of the edges of town to where they could still congregate, but they wouldn't interrupt anyone. They wouldn't well, bother anyone. You know what I'm saying? I mean, cause I'm not saying the homeless are bad people. They're just people that got the, uh, they're down on their luck. Something happened to the situation. That's what they're in. Not saying that they're bad, but if they were to be located somewhere else well, in the city, that way, they would still be there, but they wouldn't be bothering other people. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay. So, and so, I think that's what takes from a business. So, is, okay. So, yeah, let me so, explain something okay. to you about what's happening in Detroit. Okay. Detroit has a lot of the local people in Detroit who are very who are from Detroit, lived there for the last eighty years. Mm-hmm. Their their ancestors, their great grandfathers, have lived there. Mm-hmm. And then now they're in that generation where now Detroit's becoming the the, the new best city, the right. big city in the world. Okay. And what's happening is that there's a word called desification. Right. So what's happening is that all these new businesses are coming in, going downtown, and they loop around the outside skirts mm-hmm. of, of Detroit and going around mm-hmm. in circles and creating right. more business. But what they're doing is they're pushing out all the people who are from Detroit who don't make any money and then what's, yeah, what, right. what they're doing is bringing in all these young white kids or young black kids who are making these money for young college entrepreneurs young and, entrepreneurs yeah, okay, sure, and yeah. so what's happening is it's called uh, I can't I can't pronounce the word correctly but it's it's a word that describes that they're pushing out the poor mm-hmm. and then they're making it easier for the young and the prosperity other people and what they're doing is that they're not helping the people who are actually there create jobs so they can right. stay there so they can obtain their their rent or they don't get pushed mm-hmm. out further further in poverty mm-hmm. and you're describing that kind of what's going and what will be happening in right, Grand Rapids yeah. mm-hmm. so that's why you can't really push people out of Grand Rapids just simply because they're poor or because oh, right. they're I, I wasn't saying push I would just say that 
relocating, which would mean like further on the edge of town where but, people could be, but they wouldn't really necessarily bother anyone. You know what I'm saying? Well, Unless you were in that part of town, but like right downtown where we're at, we're in the heart of it. And that's where people like to flock. And if you have people hanging around loitering and all that, it's going to discourage that. No, but and, I think, you know, I, I think, but, well, I think what you're trying, well, it's actually, it's actually, it would sound like a good idea if you're a person that has never seen or lived downtown. Exactly right. But the yeah. problem with that is that you're basically, in other words, I don't think that you're truly meaning it. I mean, meaning by saying this, but you truly yeah. are uh, kind of in some ways discriminating against the idea. And I'll explain, ah, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll explain this to you. Okay. The best way that you can deal with it with people who are homeless or that you can't really push them out because they have no place to go. Right. And the problem with that, though, is that you're pretty much throwing it on you. You pretty much are doing something like uh, pushing the problem underneath the carpet. Okay. Instead, it's instead of telling your son or your daughter to pick up the toys and to vacuum the rug, what do they do? They just throw their toys underneath the rug and don't vacuum. And that's kind of what it's. In other words, that's kind of what Great you're. Example, though, that's yeah. what what okay. other people have been saying, saying. Said the same thing about downtown Grand Rapids, downtown Detroit, okay. downtown Chicago, mm-hmm. or even parts of Philly or whatever mm-hmm. the place is. They say, "Why don't we? Why don't we just keep pushing them back, pushing them out?" But in reality, they would. Grand Rapids was really pushing years ago to move Mel Trotter next to Pine Rest. Okay. But the problem with that, though, is this. The bus stop is right here. Mm-hmm. The transit center where people can pick up rides from Detroit, right. from uh, Big Rapids, mm-hmm. from South Bend. Yeah, our, our train bus depot. Yeah. And all okay. that. Problem no, that is that they will still come down here. Mm-hmm. But if there's no Mount Trotter or no Exodus or no mm-hmm. God's Kitchen, mm-hmm. they really would just be scavengers and just walk around in circles literally not being able to do anything mm-hmm. and the people in Coopersville or Cooperstown mm-hmm. would they would be furious if they built a facility for 300 rooms of homeless people mm-hmm. then you just have more homeless people down there right and the real problem is what I said before is that basis of education and state ID mm-hmm. so if you want to fix the problem right you got to get the state IDs going you okay. have to see. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Mm. I could probably go walk down to Hartside Park for about mm. five straight days, and I bet you a hundred bucks. I could, out of a hundred guys down there, I mm-hmm. bet you a hundred bucks. I could probably find five people who are completely geniuses, mm-hmm. <coughs> who, who have never been given a chance or challenge to actually do something about how intelligent they are. Right. So what gotcha. happens is yeah, that yeah. a lot of times, mm-hmm. someone gets kicked out of the home because mom and dad didn't pay rent and they're teenagers right and then they all that's all they do yeah and then they're, now they're homeless right and their mom and yeah. dad died or they went to jail mm-hmm. for robbery for they got for, no for, family left over to exactly. hang out with or, or to stay with so okay so now so now they're right. now they're okay down the street right or sometimes because they have no form of education they didn't finish high school now they're allowing anybody to right. actually create section eight so right. If you go into the process of work, we can actually transition to what that means for people like us who are disabled, who are looking for a place to work, or what happened in your case where you just kind of had to 
collect or receive disability because mm-hmm. the line of work that you were doing was not fulf- it was not fulfilling for it wasn't you, practical it was yeah. not economically yeah, exactly smart so for the you. best thing to, for me to do at that time was was that was a choice i made was to retire and, and sure maybe i could have found another job but with that it entails like people hiring you and then wanting to help you out and give you the things you need to work there so you have to have a good steady line of work but uh, i don't know but that's reddit okay so um that was a great talk there i, I like that homeless um that was some good questions and, and great answers and i like your outlook um another thing i was going to cover is um bullies like when we were young um i'm sure everybody's experiences whether you're you're disabled or handicapped or whatever uh, bullies um usually pick on the weak people and that's like us we're we're weak um I remember when I was a kid in grade school or things, I was always the one picked on. It was a small, little, scrawny, skinny one, so I was targeted, basically, and that's what they do. Now, when you're young, you don't realize what these kids are going through. They may have problems, too, but they're taking it out on you. And it's not that they're mad at you. That's just their natural reaction. That's what they're going to do. Or it could be their parents are very mean and evil or their dad's an asshole, you know, and I've seen that a lot. Now, I have had one situation where this kid was always a bully to me, always picking on me. But we started talking about something one day, and all of a sudden we got something in common. And the next thing I know, we're best buddies. We're hanging out, we're doing this, we're doing that. And it's a situation, didn't have a dad, only raised with a mom. He's no longer my friend, but we'll get into that later. But anyway, um, you know, and we started getting along. And I thought, hey, that's pretty neat. That is really, that's one time in my life that I remember that. But as time went on and time got longer, whatever, he was still kind of that bully. He wasn't really being mean. It's just everything he did, I had to do also, which didn't make any sense. Hey, so I got this. You should get this too. So I bought this new model. I spent this much money. You've got to do it too. Well, see, I'm in a different situation. I have a mom and a dad. I don't just have a mom. See, the, the situation is her mom, his mom was a pill popper. She wasn't always in the right head. She was a working part of the family, so she was gone all the time. Oh, yeah. So when you're in that situation, the kid can basically do whatever he wants. So when it came to him calling me up going, hey, it's middle of winter, it's blizzarding out, but we're going to go to Cooper. So what do you say? I said, no, I don't. And he paused and, mom, can I, no, can't, dude. Oh, come on. There you no no shit. Just sneak out. Come on with me. I'm going, no, dude, I can't. See, no responsibility, no nothing like that where I had parents. And I'd sit there and think, my parents are stupid. I hate you. I hate you. I can't let go. And I look back at it now I'm going, I get it. I get it. I wouldn't want my kid out there in the middle of a snowstorm with his asshole. Who knows what he's going to do? Yeah. He shouldn't be your best buddy. My mother used to call him Little Hitler. No offense here. I'm sorry about the name. But imagine that. See, you got to do everything I do or you're not, you're not with me. See? Oh, yeah. So Boy, I got to, but that, that was kind of a bully too. But, yes, other bullies, yeah, I had them throughout my life. We all have. Um, so I'll tell you my story. Okay. Well, it's kind of like a long, 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 long episode of, of, of a bad Seinfeld. Okay. It's basically people who are, people like me who are physically, obviously disabled. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bully has always been around one way or another. Now they're different. Now they can be more like, they don't have to say in your face, they can put you in a position where you're not going to succeed or improve your life. Yeah. So what happens is that they're like, they'll let you work and work and they actually actually, actually, uh, want you to do extra work and overtime work and there's no really incentive to work. So my first bully was really a kid named Jordan and not my brother, but 
So this kid, again, like your situation, they have a dad. His dad mm-hmm. is Canadian, and he left his mom. And okay. he's kind of one of those things that I think he had a, a fun time in the sack right. with his mom. And then she got pregnant, and he didn't want any responsibilities. So Jordan grew up by himself with his mom, and his mom adored him. Everything Jordan did was perfect. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that Jordan could not do wrong at the time when he was a little kid. Right. And he would always brag about stuff. His mom would buy him all the newest stuff, all the newest oh, wow. gear. I'm sure his dad at one point, every once in a while, would stop by and give him a present like the, the new Air Jordans or the new okay. whatever was the newest thing out there. So Jordan would go out of his way to to tell everyone that I'm crippled or mm-hmm. like looking under his hand. Mm-hmm. And it's his way of get, grabbing attention. So right. I remember one time in recess, mm-hmm. I was just, we went outside. I really didn't have a lot of friends because everyone kind of made fun of me anyways. Mm-hmm. So Jordan was just having to be there. And then he started making fun of me again. I turned around and s- s- socked him in the stomach. Wow. And then I felt bad at the same time. But I really, I mean, it was just kind of one yeah, of those things that had to happen. And from that day on, that little kid never bugged me ever again. And then, right. of course, he did also go to a different uh, uh, junior high school uh, again because right. I think what happened is that Jordan was not only a jerk to me, but he was a pretentious little shithead to everyone else. Yep. So we kind of bullied him out of the school. Ah, and okay. It, you know, it's funny. It's like clearly... Everyone can see that I was physically di- different or physically disabled. Right. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things that, unfortunately, because I look disabled, I just, mm-hmm. people just don't have a, any, they, they don't, don't want to put me in a position of power or responsibility. Yeah. Even they if they I don't make a lot of that. sense. Yeah. They don't assume that. They don't. And, and they, you know. and I could be like, if I was given the opportunity to be in charge mm-hmm. of my department, right, yeah, and I did well, yeah, well, I could make at least twenty thousand yeah, dollars more, yeah, at least, yeah. That's but, yeah, yeah. You you seem like a smart guy to me. You do, and looks, you know, looks are deceiving. You can't judge a book by its cover, and that's a great, great thing. When I met Dre, I didn't, I didn't think he was, I didn't think he was anything. But when I started to get to know him better. I knew that he knows history. You know a lot of things. You're a pretty smart guy. You, you know a lot of stuff. And a lot of people look at you thinking that, well, maybe there's something mental with him too. But there's not. You don't know that until you actually talk to the person. That So I can see the bullying in there too, you know, where you just explained it. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the problem is that when you're not div- – there's a different angles to see this. One is that perspective of what other people want you to be or what you should not be yep. or what you can or cannot do. Mm-hmm. The other way is that after you actually realize that people need to realize that, or I think the problem is that I wasn't really challenged to be very successful. Okay. I was challenged to be really obtainable to be whatever is around my environment. Right. So whatever my environment was giving me, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if I was in an orphanage or here in America. Correct. Yeah. They wanted me to be as limited as possible. So again, we're going back to where you and I first met at Valley mm-hmm. City Linen. Mm-hmm. My parents were astonished that I would even ask for a job 
because the that people that lived up, yep. the people that we had a cottage next mm-hmm. to were the, were the ones who owned it. Mm-hmm. So next, the following Monday, when I was 16 years old, I called for to have, to see if I can work there or yep. application or whatever. And my parents were like totally shocked. But the thing is, after high school, they really thought that I was going to be there for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And they thought that I, I think they thought that my brain activity was just well enough so that I could go function. there. Function, go there, yeah, right. come home, um, and yeah. watch gotcha, yeah. watch old movies or whatever, watch right, ba- yeah. whatever mm-hmm. game was on, right. and eventually I would probably masturbate to death. <laughs> when I, that, and I have to say that in that way because I want people to realize that, that, that at that mental state of mind, that basically they probably well, thought I was just going to be 16, at, a yeah, stale, of course, yeah. at, at a stalemate. Right. Okay. So a lot of times... That's great. So a lot That's of times people funny. have, and I, I and I know I probably shouldn't have said that, but I have to kind no, of, I, I, I kind of yeah. have to say stuff like that so that people well, you get the stuff yeah, right. And at that age, sixteen, of course, we, we all been through that. Yeah. We we have our situations in that. But I think but, that at yeah. that element of life, they really thought that I was going to be at that element. Right. And the thing is, is that as I get older, I mean, I can become very, very. Um, Smart ass without being a smart ass no more. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll give you examples like I gave you before. The nurses will ask you or ask you to give them a patient mm-hmm. more food, even yeah. if his diet doesn't fit in. Yeah. Or they want more food because they want something different. No, they're on the a restricted day. diet. They cannot. And then, oh, gotcha. well, that's just restricted diet, but that's how they change oh. their mind 300 the times. Oh, I don't want this no more. I want that. <laughs> Right. I want this right. <coughs> instead. I want that instead. Ah. And, the, and the nurse aides and nurses, well, you can do that. Like, technically, we can't because no. we're not allowed to. Or you don't because, have time. You're very busy. Or because I have to still obtain other people's uh, food menu exactly. for the following day. That, that's going to throw your, 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 uh, your schedule off, Yeah. basically. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So, a lot of times, I'm the only one in my department will just say no. Right. Where my management... My managers and other people in the, that I work with, they will say yes because oh, I think there's conflict for I, you. Well, I think there's an alliance between men and women. I'm one okay. of the only few guys in this department. Yeah, that, you're right. And so you're all correct. these yep. all these nurses, okay. most of these nurses and nurse aides are women, and they have this form of alliance towards other women, and they think yeah, that oh, uh, because majority rule pretty much. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. So when they hear me say no, they think I'm being a jerk or chauvinist or whatever, like. You can yeah, call me a chauvinist. Yeah. You can call me a pig. You can call me a man, but you know what? I'm just this a is man why of rules. This, this is why men are generally better at organizations or or or, or any government mm-hmm. ruling because right. okay. we'll be able to say no to things that are not correct. Yeah, now, I gotcha. can't always yeah. say I can't. I said no, it to I, myself. I'm yeah, a very traditional kind of guy. Traditional. So yeah, I'm very fine. structured about that type that's, of stuff. That's that's a good thing. Yeah, I think that's a and great other, thing because you know, in a lot of, the you, LB- should, you shouldn't be shunned for that. You should be praised for that actually because you're sticking to the rules. And a lot of people like to bend the rules in certain situations, but then in, in another way, you might bend those rules, but it's going to screw something up down the line. Well, yeah, you know, so, it's just like messing with a future timeline. If you go screw one thing up, it's going to make the dominoes are going to fall in all in that direction. Now you're screwed. You know. Yeah. Is that what you're trying yeah, to say? Yeah, I mean, like that? I think yeah. okay. I think the problem is that 
no one follows rules no more. All right. And everyone identifies by what they, what, of what okay. their personal feelings right. is. I see. And then they allow themselves to, to uh, justify their behavior because the uh, rule doesn't fit okay. in in their own low, own low circle. So, so it's kind of like when I right. compare people say about people or kids who are way too young to be inter- interacting with another person sexually. People don't understand that. that. That is why we don't have, well, that's why we have rules. We have rules, subst- right. substation of minors having sex with adults who are kids who are 14 or 13. Yeah, those rules are put in there for that reason. So because exactly you right. have put right. rules in there because you have to protect yeah. the weak. So so what you're so, saying so is so they're is, not protecting oh, right people who are okay. actually in the hospital of the diets. They're right. actually protecting their own personal feelings because okay. they want themselves to feel right. good. So you get the brunt of it. They're the, they're in in other words, they're the ones that are the bullies because they're trying to make you do something that you're not supposed to do. Yeah, you don't want to fight, and they're they're saying, "Ah, the heck with it." They're, and they're that's kind of I I see that I, that comparison. Yeah, they are kind of being a bully because here you're trying to follow the rules, and yet they can bend them, and they have the right to, and that that's not right. Well, I mean, you know, I yeah. you should be patting on the back for actually following the rules and putting up with that baloney because, yeah. you know, I, and yeah, I, I guess that's a form of bullying. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's different types. You're, a lot of internet all, stuff now yeah. too, and kids especially. Oh, it's horrible. I mean, it, and, and it's not physical playground anymore. Sure, there is, but now it's more on the yeah. internet, mm-hmm. and it can get very vicious. They can really tear you up. I mean, it's it was worse getting bullied on the internet than it would be back in the day. Well, you know, you get a sock in the eye and that'd be it. But this keeps on going and going. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of teenage girls. Yeah, it's and just sad. There's a lot of teenage girls who are committing suicide because... Oh, because yeah, they're the, ruined. They're, the they're, girls they're, they're in just, school are, are bullying yeah. people. Yeah. Which... I do have a good story behind that. Mm-hmm. Is that, that there was a girl in her gr- in her little girl group, they're bullying another girl, and then while they were doing it, they they were f- video that they were recording okay. it, and then they put it on the internet mm-hmm. and showing how they're bullying all this. However, well, they, that girl who was bullying that that one girl, I'm happy to say, her father stepped in. Right. And told her, if you ever do that again, you go and see them. You won't see the light of day ever again in your whole life. Right. And he put her in her place so fast that she had to apologize oh. to that girl. And it's like, and that's kind of what we kind of need is we kind of need parents to be oh, kind of like absolutely, the absolutely. I think there'd be less bullies with more parents. Not not to say that. Kids with single mothers are, are bullies, but there's a situation where that could happen. In, in my situation too, sometimes that happens. There's yeah, no I father think, figure. It's, it's yeah. Well, I just and, think yeah. parents itself. I don't think that it's always have to be the father that has to do that. No, but no, I think, you're right. Yeah, the mother I, should too. I right, just want absolutely. to clear and say, like you know, sometimes. Okay, I I will say this again. I say this a million times. When you have kids, it's not you and the kids on the same team. It's you and your spouse. And the kids the coaches, are like, the kids are the players. Yeah. And you got to coach them right and yeah. get them to practice and get them to think. You know, yeah. we got a big game here. You don't want to blow it. So here's what you do. And that's a, that's a great example. About that's life. Yeah. Not just about, right. not just about no, playing. No, no. Yeah. Just, yeah, right. Practical just, things in life. Okay. And that's something yeah. that most people don't understand. Yeah, right. So Good. that's that's great. All right. Uh, on the lighter side, um, a, a friend of mine and I <clears throat> went to a brewery out in um, Dutton. Um, and I. I think it's called 
the train stop. I no, can't the even rail. The, ra- the rail. rail rail stop or something. I'm sorry. I apologize if I'm pronouncing it right. But it's right in downtown Dutton. You can't miss it. If you're heading east on 68th Street, it will be on your left-hand side. You can't miss it. Anyway, it's, uh, it's, we, right, it's right next to Amazon. Amazon, yes, it's correct. Right Amazon there. building. So uh, this week, my friend and I went out there, and we had a couple beers. They have a, a great beer. One beer is a blonde. It's like an ale kind of. Um, it's called Hollaback. Um, it's got jalapeno in it. Uh, another was a Bavarian one. Now, I can't remember the name of that, but um, that was a good brew too. Um, we've never been here before, so uh, he decided that uh, we used to just go out for breakfast on Tuesdays. He says, hey, tell you what, how about around 3? That's usually when they open. Is we'll go out, and we'll try to go to different breweries every week. We'll try to do two. We'll get coasters and stuff. We'll just check them out and see how it goes. And like, yeah, hey, that sounds like a great idea because now is it more expensive breakfast? Yeah, a little bit, but, you know, we're getting coasters. He likes stickers. So, um, yeah, that is a great brewery. Uh, there's another one out in... i tell you which one you're talking about. Okay. It's actually in Cascade. It's right next to the door. It's the Railtown Brewing Railtown Company. Railtown Brewing Company. Yes, so sorry I, about that. Yes, that's it. That Railtown. Place. I've been yes. there once. Oh, you have? Okay. It's actually it's really, great. It's a really like nice it. setup. Mm-hmm. It's really country-ish. Very, yeah, it's out in the boondock. It's not out in the middle of, of downtown like Grand Rapids. It's, yeah. it's, it's a big enough place. Uh, they serve food there. Oh, and um, if you look on their back of their uh, beer menu, they all have a special that you can buy a burger and fries or tots with a beer included in it mm-hmm. uh, for like nine bucks. Nice. It's called the Smash Burger, and I'll tell you, it's excellent. It's really Really good. So you'd have to get out there and try that. The beer's good. If you like the blonde, they have darker beers. They have ciders. They have ales. They have uh, uh, seltzers. And I think they have some, uh, I don't know what you call those. They're like a wine cooler kind of oh, thing. Those, yeah. Like a, yeah. Anyway, they have that too. So, yeah, check them out. They are just fantastic. Yeah. So that's what Ron did with his buddy Jerry. Jerry's a long friend of long time. I've known Jerry to, for like uh, twenty five years, so yeah, we we go so back. So I went to the Glass House last night. Ah, okay. For the karaoke. Okay. And uh, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, that's not a brewery though. That is it. No, like that's a just a correct? that. But that's a bar. bar. That's a bar. That's okay. a right. well. But still, I, I've been a, there too. It has a dive bar scene, but it's a brand new bar. It yeah, used to be right. owned by Pharaohs. Ah, okay. But Pharaohs, no Ferris. Ferris, the guy who owned Ferris, I guess he didn't pay his taxes. Oh, or whatever. Right, yeah. I, mean, right, I don't know it, what okay, happened. Yeah. But I've heard of him. Yeah. So, so the glass house is owned by a guy named, uh, I'm not going to say his first name because I don't have permission, but his last name is Glass. He's, he's got good cool <gasps> buddies. That, oh, hence the name Glass House. I'll yeah, be that's I didn't cool. think that. Yeah. That's I neat. Didn't know okay. I didn't know wow. <laughs> but it's a little, it's a, I mean, I like what he did to it. It's got a, dive bar look to it it's got a, yeah i've it's got been a there real, before yeah it's got a real new look to it as well um now was that the one with the bathroom i couldn't get into or is that that was the no, one that was dukes okay all right so dukes okay, is yeah. like the land uh yeah that's basically been dukes has been there for so long that okay. i remember yeah if you're wanting to happen if you want to go out there that's fine but um the facilities if you're in a chair aren't the greatest, no. so I wouldn't recommend it. But I mean, as far as a bar goes, good. But there, not every place is accessible. And no. the place I'd been to, the Royal Place, and we've been to the Glass House, which do 
are facilitated for handicap facilities. So we're good there. Exactly. Just let everybody know. So, so karaoke one night was at the Glass House. Had a good time. Had a. I'm stopped. I've. I've decided not to drink pop with my drinks more. Now I now drink vodka with straight vodka with uh, water. There you go. Great idea. And it's the reason I, why it is that because that I'm bourbon. <laughs> well, isn't that isn't that the case with pop when you put pop with a drink? Yeah, that's right. Because what it that that's adding more a lot more sugar to yeah. what you already have. Even drinking it straight, there's sugar in it, but not as much as you put if you stayed mix that and with the sugar, but, the sugar pop. Now you can drink diet pop too, but some people don't care for the taste. It ruins the the liquor. Yeah. So what you're saying is, and I try doing that too. What I do is I like I like my liquor really icy cold, but I do like the two fingers with a straight, or you can water it down with vodka, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But that's you're right, that is better because you don't have all those carbs. You're gonna cut your carbs down. And if you're diabetic. You have to watch that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're going to drink, just don't mix, right? Or if you can't. Well, or, or here's the interesting water. thing about this. Mm -hmm. Now, spray has no caffeine, but. No, it does not. But why does it give you a headache when you drink? I, I've heard carbonation. I've heard carbonation, it's a sugar. I've heard the combination so. of the booze and the sugar. Yeah. I've heard a lot of things. But no, you're, you are correct in that, and I've heard that before. So yeah, I, I, yeah. So as of right now, we talk about. What do we talk about yet so far? We've done the homeless. We've done the homeless. Um, we've covered bullies uh, on the internet and or and history, back in our history, what's affected us, and uh, bring up the subject of other people. Um, we did talk about our breweries, but that's just kind of a little off the record there well, on the white side. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to support this movie. And we talk about bullying, but this is a whole new, new element. It's the sound of freedom. It's about a guy named Tim Tim Ballard, who used to be a U.S. Uh, homeland security guy. Oh, okay. And uh, as a homeland security guy, he um, basically uh, came across a lot of human trafficking. Wow. And he, his wife is actually the more inspirational story behind it because... She's the one that kind of pushed him into uh, finding and tracking kids who have been human trafficked. Mm -hmm. And she did it based on the fact that she didn't want to be, or she didn't want to go up to the creator, and to God or the creator of the world, and be questioned, why didn't you do something more about it when the opportunity came mm -hmm. to you? Which I really don't believe God right. Judges people that way and another. No. Because you can only do so much for yourself. Oh, right. So yeah, whatever. sure. But because of Mr. Baylor's uh, background of of, of, of so Homeland Security, he's given more opportunity to to fight crimes or to do it his way. So he created a nonprofit organization. Mm. <coughs> and basically, he goes around the world and tracks these people. Right. And they... I mean, it's amazing how home, how human trafficking is now becoming a almost more uh, money maker than drug trafficking. Oh yeah, it's it's come a long way since. But they this started also is a good, crime against kids. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. Again, when I say this about kids who are way too young to be introduced to any uh, anything that's sexual, this is what I was talking about mm -hmm. last time we had a conversation right it's just that element of of 
misconsumption of what or what you can't have as an adult so you bring it on to children because they're more manipulated to be mm. doing something that you that's right do. yes so yeah you understand from my point of view mm-hmm. when you are telling me that you're born this way or born that way mm-hmm. i highly doubt it based on the percentage because what i do think that one way is that you were introduced as a little kid second if you're a guy and you never interacted with a woman and you're in your 20s and 30s what's next my mm. opinion you either go to the left field and go lbgtq or go i would say you're you'll try homosexuality or you'll try people of the younger age okay. and where they're not able to defend themselves now, yeah. I can't say that for everybody that has that happened to them. I'm sure I believe that there's like five to seven or ten percent of people who are born gay, and that's probably true. But everyone it else, is. but everyone it, it else, I'll, I'll give firsthand experience on that. That that's yeah. you know when they are and and they are, and that's not. And people say that people turn. No, you don't turn that way. You were born that way. Yeah. Okay. I do, like but that. I do think that there now, are people who now are as there. far as LBGQ goes and. Transgender. Now that's a little bit touchier topic. Now that is more or less decision, but it has to be made when they're adult. That's my opinion. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. Uh, and and, they, and you raise your kids, and once you get an adult, whatever they want to do, what they feel in their heart, if that's what they want, that's what they want. You can't yeah. get out. But let's wait let's until they're focus that age. On so education. That's, exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely right. So, well, you know, this the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta remember. So the movie is basically the sound of freedom is basically Hollywood's trying to not advertise it because Hollywood has got a huge industry I know. of the wealthy of sexual deviancy. It's, yeah, they got and it's just now with the kids. It's based on the dogs. Oh, no. You hear about all the people talk about sexual deviancy. There's directors and filmmakers and even stars that are. Are perverts, yeah, and not not only just female, but with male people too, oh, yeah. and it's terrible. That's it's it's offensive. It's like, hey, I'm a big star, so I'm going to whip it out, and you're going to like it. No, yeah. that's disgusting. That's terrible. That's that's. See, a lot of these people think that now they're powerful, and they have this money, they can do anything they want, but they mm-hmm. can't. They're what they're doing is screwing themselves up, and just making other people offensive to it. Well, you know what I'm thinking. That's, that's maybe the, well, maybe this is coincidence. Right, Hollywood writers are not. Signing a new contract. Ah, okay. And the reason why they're not signing the new contract, right? Now they have the writers' block and the writers' union. Right. And they're okay. They're not writing for shows or not doing nothing. All right. But I wonder if this is going to coincide because of the, of the, of, uh, the sound of freedom, mm-hmm. and because I think a lot of people are you no, know, they really don't want kids. To be hurt, or even young adults so to get hurt. Th- basically, this movie is about human trafficking. Is oh, that it? Okay. Sex trafficking. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, among kids. That sounds interesting, though. I, I well, think I would like to see that. That would be. Well, it's I mean, really. It's a you. horrible subject, but I mean it. Interesting to the how they would portray it. It's well, a real thing, and there should real, be a movie about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's right. really. I mean, Big Grand Rapids. Yeah. Grand Rapids in the state of Michigan has a huge problem with human trafficking too. Yep, uh, there was a movie out. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's filmed here in Grand Rapids, out in the seventies. Oh, it's wow. about this runaway girl that becomes a prostitute, and oh. her dad's trying to look for her. Oh. And it's based on Grand Rapids. Um, oh. 
I'll, I'll look up the name of it. I can't remember. It was made back in the 70s because yeah. they filmed Grand Rapids, Wealthy Street, and all these familiar surroundings. And it's, it's a, it's a well-done movie. Uh, George C. Scott stars in it, and oh. he does a great job. I, and I'm not going to tell you the name of the movie because I don't know it. But I if really. I do, I would recommend it. And that's kind of an early look at sex trafficking in, in a way, taking advantage of runaway girls because yeah. they they're, don't have a dad, they don't have a mom. They're impressionable. They could be taken advantage of. They're only 16. So, yeah, yeah. I, I see your point. Yeah. So, but, yeah, Grand Rapids in the state of Michigan has mm. a huge problem. And yep. I think a lot of it is yep. because we're connected to the river in, in, uh, in Canada. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to, to transfer. Oh, there's people. Uh, you, you, people is just like moonshining back in the day or, or run runners, they, except they're people. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's sad. I mean, they've, they've found tractor trailers full of people. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah, awful. It's, so yeah. it's, it's real. It's real. Unfortunate, but real. But you know what, folks? I mean, this is uh, this is not a really good spot to end it. So let's end it on a positive note. It is August the tenth. Is it the tenth? It's uh, August tenth. It's humid. Yes, it is. Um, I hope everyone has a awesome weekend. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this. Oh, man, I don't know. A lot of times, I think when I air this, I'm during the right. weekend. No one's going to actually listen to it. But I don't know. Yeah. See, the thing is that you and I have to figure out how we can do this every week right. and then put it on there on a Monday, every Monday, mm-hmm. so the audience knows that we're going to okay. do it. Right. Or if we're going to do it on the weekend, we air it on the weekend, that means that we have to be here. So mm-hmm. tell us what do you think. Yeah. Would you listen to know. it during the weekend, the weekend mm-hmm. when you're not listening to other podcasts? Or would you like, eh, it's good yeah. enough for the weekday? Yeah. Like if there's any improvements we could make, maybe that too. Yeah, that I mean, too. we're we're getting just getting into this, and we're trying the hardest we can. But how many hits we had so far? And that's including Andre's sports show, also. Well, as of right now, I have 541. And hits. that's pretty. And darn for good. the longest time, it was always slow and dry. At first, I think the first one we had, there was two, if I yeah. was correct. Yeah, from South Africa. Go figure. So, but now, I don't know. Do you, do you know where any more of these are from? Are they pretty much all over the United States or Michigan? That, or that I don't know that oh, okay. much. All right, but hey, still, I, I mean, that's how you get your fan base. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's great. My art, my podcast is a little different than everyone else's. I don't, I don't just stick with sports or politics because no, we we try to cover a lot of different things. And we'll try to maybe talk about movies or shows or mm-hmm. something that's more. Yeah, we have an everyday movies. life. Yeah, the or every- maybe uh, more current news. Um, hopefully, not bad news. Because I mean, I, I, I'm I'm one that doesn't really watch news, and the reason I don't is because we call it the blues. I, and every time there's something going on, I don't want to hear about it. Yet, is it tragic? Of course, but the more I hear about it, the more discouraged I get. We don't need that here. We need we need hope. We need something to keep people going. We need something people. So if we can tell about the news and keep up with recent things that aren't about either killing people or whatever exactly or scandals or something like that that's fine or financial situations and who's in the news we will cover that um but we want to make sure that we know what we're talking about before we discuss it exactly um so we're going to research into that too so we're going to we do a little bit of that i want to tell people i got did we talk about my shirt yet my new shirt. Um, we did discuss that earlier. I happened to mention it. There's a GMC truck shirt yeah. that you had purchased, and I got my Kansas City Royals hat. Yes, and sir. I also I have my Cincinnati Red. Oh, hat. Oh, and that's Cincinnati Red hat too. So I'm gonna have to get a new hat soon. 
again yep, because you're, you're uh, I'm, for always, another. I'm always buying <laughs> baseball hats. You're gonna run out of room pretty soon. I know, buddy. but thank God that you came by because now I can now I have more places. Yeah. Let's so if yeah, if uh, um, so if anybody wants to send us a baseball cap, go ahead. Yeah, I am seven <laughs> one fourths. I got a big head, a little body. <laughs> I'm basically one of those uh, gimmicks that uh, sports teams give out bobbleheads. And I can just bobble my own head back and forth. Andre and bobblehead, huh? Andre's bobblehead. That's head. perfect. Watch it. There we go. The Crazy Day Podcast Show. We're talking about the 1940s. <laughs> I got hey. I don't even know if people like that, talk like that. Something like that. The radio. Uh, yeah. Radio. The radio, talk. yeah. What is it, 19, uh, early 1950s? Well, they didn't, I don't know how they did DJs back then. I know they had radios and they had car radios. They had radio station. Yeah. Most of that radio was played over there at home radios. Yeah. But I'm sure back in the, when they had car radios too. No, I don't know if they had the station would cover car radios and the home radio. I don't know. I well, never talked to anyone that was in the 40s. I could talk to my dad, and he could probably tell me what was going on. He was old enough to remember that. So well, I can tell you this. That, you know. At one time, you know, I remember when I was movie The Christmas Story, right. when Ralphie yep. was listening to the radio for the, for the passcode for... Oats or something. Little, little Orphan Annie. Little Orphan Annie. And Ovaltine. Ovaltine. Yes. And that's when they would listen to it on the radio. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. That's oh, a, I remember that. Yeah. That's a great I, That's a cult classic, and everybody watched it. And there's a new one. On, well, not new, but there's another one that's made the same character. Well, except uh, the dad. He's he gone, and away. I think that he passed away. But most of the characters that were in the movie to begin with are still there. And Ralphie's one of them. And his other friend, uh, what's his name? Flit, Flink? Yeah, Flick. Flip, Flick. Flick. He's there, too. It's the same guy, but they're growing up now. Yeah. And it's, I'd recommend it. It's, it's great. Well, it's, isn't it on HBO, right? Yeah, I think it's on yeah, yeah, HBO. HBO yeah. Yeah. So we're going to end on a high note. Yep. I know all you little, little people out there are so excited about Christmas, and even though it's like, about another 180 days. Yeah, know, like that's still, still, days we're left. still in summer. We don't Literally, need to worry yeah, about Christmas stop. yet. Yeah. Every please year stop. it's earlier, it seems please, like. Yeah, please stop. Yeah. Some lady on Facebook, who I'm Facebook friends with, mm-hmm. she, like in June, no, in July 25th, Yeah. halfway to Christmas, like, please knock it off. No one wants to talk about Christmas. Let's enjoy the summer and the fall. Yeah, we're too early for Christmas. Yeah, let's enjoy Michigan kicking Michigan we're State's even, ass. We aren't even into Thanksgiving and or Halloween. Yeah. So we got the, the Christmas is, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about summer stuff. Let's talk about summer stuff. Summer stuff. Yeah, summer, summer stuff. stuff. Yeah. 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 We got summer stuff. a couple more weeks that we get to, oh, in another week and a half, well, you guys can go down to 28th Street. Oh, Metro Cruise Metro is coming Cruise. up on the, I believe it's the 29th, 30th, and Oh. And 30th, because it's, it, it's not on Sunday. It's on Friday and Saturday. starts Friday at about, ooh, I don't want to quote me on this, but. I think it's Friday it's, it's at listed. 5 o'clock. I, it's Friday around 5 o'clock. But you know and what? And at night there's cruises. It's great. But you know what? They, I think they did. I think they changed the location. They it's did. It's now by the Woodland Mall. So really? I, I don't know if they're going to have any more of the Roger oh, Plaza. Oh, because shoot. The, because, because the parking lot is so much bigger than Woodland Mall. This is true. But I'm just, I'm thinking that maybe, wow, I didn't hear about that. But usually, I live by Rogers Plaza. And that's one of the things I like about Metro Cruise is I can go down there, which is not very far from my house. And I can watch them go by on 28th Street. It's only a block away from my house. Yeah. And that's great. Now, if we move down to Woodland, geez, I don't know. Would I still go there? Yeah. But I would miss the convenience of Rogers Plaza. 
Maybe they'll run at Rogers and more at Woodland. I don't know. Yeah, but well, hopefully we'll they see. keep it at Rogers Plaza too. Right. Yeah. They'll steep it. Keep because it at Rogers Plaza. Be, There's quite a few there too. Yeah. 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 All right. So we ended on a good note. We, we're talking about muscle cars. Uh, maybe next episode we'll talk about your uh, your favorite muscle cars and why. Oh yeah, we can discuss that too. And yeah, um, there's gonna be another auto show I might go to with a friend of mine, Jerry, and uh, he he mentioned that earlier, so we might do that too. Depending on what it is, and I think it might be this weekend, and I'm busy, so I might not make it. But anyway, I've been oh, yeah. to others. So Ron's going up north. Yeah, we're going up to Torchlight. Well, not Torchlight, Alden, which is a great area. Beautiful up there, just wonderful. Recommend it. Get yourself up there and enjoy it. It's wonderful. All right, folks. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Ron, for showing up. Hey, no problem. Glad to be uh, here. I'd like to thank Buzzsprout again for distributing my podcast. I'd like to thank all those l- listeners who are who are downloading my podcast. All 541. Uh, Brought to you yeah. by loneliness. Yes. Desperation. Yeah. Please <laughs> download my podcast so I don't have to go to yeah. work ever, ever right. again. Actually, you know what? I don't want that to happen because no, I don't have nothing don't. to talk about. <laughs> You'll think of something. We always do. You yeah. know. All right, folks. Peace, love. Enjoy we'll the weekend. Ya. Bye now.